Hey everyone, welcome to Danny Chats. This is episode number 41 and today I'm joined by Lewis. Uh, Lewis is a, another person that I met at the Transplant Games uh, and he absolutely blew me away with his uh, 100 metre sprint which he did in uh, just under 11 seconds. Is that right Lewis? Yeah, it was 10, 10 9, 9, so 10.99. Is, is that a personal best for you? Yeah, it was a personal best up at, um, up at Leeds. Yeah, I, I, as you could see, I kept on running. I almost did 200 metres. I was <laughs> celebrating so hard. So uh, you could say I was I was chuffed with that one. It was incredible to see. So you're on here, obviously, because you had a, a kidney transplant in 2017. Is that right? Yeah, so um, in 2017, I had the, uh, the kidney transplant, but my kidneys actually failed uh, two, two years prior to that in 2015. Um, so, should I just jump into the story? Or... Yeah, 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 what, yeah, that's fine. Um, so I just moved down to Cardiff, um, started um, my new job down here, and um, everything was going okay. I remember it was the Rugby World Cup. I think it was uh, it was the one. It was Wales versus England. Yeah, in, uh, I'm watching it, watching it in um, in walkabout, and nice celebrations and something just didn't feel right so I thought I had um, eaten something food poisoning okay and um, um, yeah I had some food poisoning and it just didn't go away um, had some blood tests done in um, at the GP and I got a um, phone call uh, the next day to say for me to go to the Heath Hospital um, in Cardiff. Just thought it was how you get your blood results. I previously from that I'd, I'd never had bloods done, so wow. being in Cardiff, I thought, oh, that's the main place. Didn't know anything about it. Um, they told me then to go to the surgical assessment unit, which should have rung a while to it, so it just went over my head. And um, yeah, there then. They, they told me I, you know, my um, my kidneys had failed on me. So um, that that was a it, it was a big hit. Well, it didn't really hit me until they were start they started saying we're going to have to call um, call family members. You know, because I was telling them, you know what, I'll call them in a little bit. Don't worry, just <laughs> give me the meds yeah, and I'll be yeah. I'll be I'll be out your hands. But um, no, they were like not not forceful in any way, but they were like you know adamant. No, we need to call somebody now. This it, is serious. It, this is serious. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that point, I just kind of like unlocked my phone, just handed them my phone, and just told them, you know, home is, you know, who to call. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, yeah, I just broke down there, and I was just like, just didn't know what happened. Just think, you know, I had to go into emergency dialysis straight away. So wow. they started. Um, I had that in, I can't remember what the lines called, but I'm pretty sure it was in my leg. I, I can't remember. They were yeah. prodding and poking. F yeah. in hospital then for around a month. And yeah, just on dialysis in the hospital for a month then. Um, it started, at first it really took it out of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, wherever I was having dialysis from, they were, you know, it, it. I was just connecting me up, fell asleep. I was so groggy and drowsy. Yeah. And I suppose because they found out um, when they did an ultra scan when I was in hospital that my there, there weren't any kidneys there. Um, 
Well, they yeah, shriveled up completely. Shriveled up, yeah. yeah. They, they couldn't find them at yeah. all. So, um, so that's a crazy experience because to go into hospital for the first time for anyone, even if it's just an overnight stay and not having all of that, you know, it's really daunting and scary. So that must have yeah. been just such a huge, you know, you think you're fine. Like you say, you when they tell you this, you're like, well, I feel all right. I feel a bit yeah. ill. But... I feel, yeah, I was feeling, yeah. And I, I, I drove myself to hospital yeah. as well. So because I went to work that morning and then I said, oh, I had a call back. Um, it was the out of hours GP that actually called um called me back and said oh, i need to go to the hospital and um I, t- I told my team leader at the time um you know oh, i've just got to go to the heath for some blood results um i should be back you know in two hours or an hour <laughs> or whatever and then i i, I, I don't know then how I, I i must have just again i think i've just I'm not blanked it but i think i can't remember how i told work yeah um, it's not it's that's not the top of the things you remember when you've got tubes no, in you and exactly, blood tests and yeah. everything else you did at that point becomes kind of like irrelevant in a way yeah I, yeah because then it was obviously getting um my my family they were calling me as well yeah. just to say like what's going on we've had this call are you okay and i was like yes i'm i'm fine Um, obviously the um, you know the, the tests and everything um, showed otherwise yeah yeah did they say what might have caused it uh, no I, I I didn't get a um, a diagnosis on on what happened there um, it was just you know uh, crash landing as they called straight into stage yeah. five uh, renal failure yeah and then did, they must have mentioned about having a transplant um original again i can't really remember i think it was just a case of um trying to get the bloods down to an to a normal level at that point um just just because uh, sorry, just because um, at, the, at that time when they when I, you know, started to speak into the nurses and everything just to ask questions, I asked, you know, so what what the what my blood levels were and the. Um. I seem to have lost you there for a second. Yeah, every time it kind of blanks out your side, I'm going to pause. Yeah, so you got to the, the, you asked the nurse about your blood levels. Uh, to my blood levels, and um, uh, I think the scale that they, I think it's the creatinine um, level, if I've said that correct, I can't remember which one creatine, it was. Yeah. Creatine, that's the one. Um, and I think their levels of recording are zero to a thousand, and mine were over that level so yeah. at that point they were like um just get that that's hence why i was on dialysis because i think i'm pretty sure i was on there for most not most of the day but it, it was long periods of time to start off with and then once i started um getting uh, the blood levels started to come down I, I could feel a lot better myself as yeah. in like you know i wasn't i didn't have any toxicity in my in my um in my body it was actually cleaning 
cleaning everything out, which yeah. obviously the job of the kidneys. Um, and then ironically, it was, so it was in hospital as well. I did actually Google um, or find out about the um, transplant games. Oh, uh, yes. And um, and I, I'm pretty sure I actually emailed um, or tried to get in contact um, w- with them um, to see if I w- was able to take part in it. But I think I would have had to have um, essentially, you know, lost a kidney yeah. after a tran- lost a transplanted kidney before you were um, eligible to play, um, to um, take part. So oh, yeah. I kind of from from like an early on, like early stage then from being diagnosed, I was kind of, you know, pointing myself towards it, getting to know, you know, there is these games out there yeah. because um, prior I was playing rugby, obviously with the kidney and just after everything, you know, that's not really going to be an option no. anymore. I think you can play tag rugby, but it, it, it's not the same it's as, the same, yeah. you know, as as rugby, you know, full yeah. contact. And um, and again, prior I did athletics uh, when I was back, back at home. So, um, yeah, I just thought, OK, they've, they've got athletic events, you know, yeah. um, I can um, take part in that. So that kind of mindset got me going with just started training again um i joined a group um where where another um liver transplant athlete uh emma wiltshire yeah um where she she trained with um lauren small as well my coach yeah and um as he was um you know he's used to training someone yeah. with a um organ uh, an organ transplant it was just fitting that I joined that group yeah. and yeah. Was this still pre pre to having the transplant? So you were Yeah. Sorry, I've skipped on a little bit. So once I was after hospital, I then moved back that was in Cardiff. I moved to um Carmarthen dialysis unit. Yeah. Because again I was still not quite stable at that point and then moved to Aberystwyth, which is a lot closer to home. Um for dialysis until I got back to being able to go to work then just being you know dialysis took it out of me because it was literally just it felt like I was just waiting for dialysis doing the thing not doing nothing just like relaxing or taking a break because it just impacted so much and then that once I got back to Cardiff then um, I got in contact um, well a friend in work who um who did athletics, um, non-transplanted or anything um, like that. He got me in contact with Lawrence, who I do train with now. Yeah. And that just got me going there then. Yeah. Just to, um, I found once I was back there, I got my own routine where I wasn't just waiting for the dialysis treatment. It was, even though obviously I had to do it three times a week, regardless, it was more of a case of, you know, I'm going to work, I'm going to train this day. Okay, tomorrow morning, I've got my session. How I used to, to like play it in my head was, you know, you wake up, you get there for say seven o'clock or whatever the time is, you're on until, was it four hours? So 11 o'clock. Yeah. And then once 11 o'clock came, I, I slept through the sessions anyway. Yeah. Um, and I acted as 11 o'clock was the start of the day. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, to, sense. Yeah, just to just to block that to out. To make it not feel like it's interrupting the day as such. Exactly. Or... Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So then, once the blood levels started to get back down to a 
a normalish level. Um, my family then um, went on to do the tests to um, to see if they were able to give or donate their kidney. Yeah. Um, my mum and sister were a match, so um, yeah, I don't think mum wanted to two of her kids going yeah. under surgery. So um, yeah, I had my kidney from my mum on the, in January, 2017. Yeah, man. And... With, the, with the sport, I mean, I know we were talking about the physical side, but you, obviously that must've really helped with your mental health as well. Having that sort of slight bit of structure, having something else to focus on, especially when you're, like you say, you're waiting for dialysis, then you're waiting for the transplant, like, you know, how important, and the, the physical fitness before your transplant, do you think that helped afterwards? Yeah, I think, you know, from um, when I was training, being on dialysis, it it was difficult, obviously, because, um, you know, because I, I, I had the fluid restriction, so I was only allowed to drink a litre a day, um, and also the food side of things, which was hard. But yeah. I I think just having a schedule and having things to do kind of blocked that out. And again, it's having that end target, which of, you know, keeping strong, keeping like not not going overboard beforehand, keeping strong up until the transplant, which then I think, like you say, it helped then post-transplant to, because you've got a re- a, a bit of a baseline fitness you've got it up to a certain point yeah. and then once the transplant happened recovery was a little bit easier as well yeah. I think um and just just moving on from there and it's that social side of things as well which I think you suppose you, you kind of get when you're up at the games you know yeah it's yeah. at that time you know it was with our group that we trained with but it's just that nice social aspect and I, I love it because me and my coach um, talk about it sometimes as well where he gets asked um so how do you how do you go about training like you know um having Lewis as your as your um as, as training him and um coach just goes oh, nothing you know Lewis is just another another athlete because that's what I like to be I think I told him it's what I want to be known yeah, as I don't I don't want to be known as like oh go easy on me because I'm so hard yeah yeah I I, I want to be pushed yeah. and I, I I I love being like you know when we do block starts against other groups you know these guys can do it in like 10-5 you know, sub ten five, and I'm like, yeah. well, I'm catching up with them slowly. Yeah, I'm getting definitely. old now, but catching up with them. So they're getting um, older too. So exactly, and you know, it it shows what um, a transplant athlete can do. You know, just because um, there has been that, not, I, don't, I can't think of the word. You know, there's been that obstacle in our lives. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean you you, you have to shut shop. I think. Um, a lot is it to do with your mental like well that's it you, you you could have gone one or two ways you could have thought well I can't do rugby anymore I'm not going to bother with anything else I'm yeah. probably not going to be as good as I was or and stuff like that whereas you kind of went the opposite way and you're like well this has given me something really to focus on I'm probably gonna have to work even harder because I've you know lost all this time and everything like yeah. that uh, and you know like you say that focus gives you that drive yeah and I think that that probably did help you know as well 
training for post transplant and um yeah because because the uh, transplant was january and um by the time i recovered it was april and then i took part of my first games up in north what is it? i want to say north lanarkshire in scotland 2017 i think it was um and yeah i competed in because i played snooker as well i just yeah. thought i'll take part in that um and i just did the 100 at that point because no way was i gonna i just finished 100 it, it was it, it to be fair it was tough i mean yeah i don't think i think i'd practiced blocks coming out of blocks that week prior yeah. to going up so but, um, literally sort of fresh at it still yeah yeah. But but now I can just about finish a two hundred. <laughs> just about two hundred. I I mean I'm literally just getting back into athletics. I did it at school and then I got really really ill. I ran for the county. I played football. I did everything and then I got really ill. Uh, and at that time, obviously, it's a time when kids are developing into teenagers and stuff. And I just didn't develop like everyone else. So I went. Mm-hmm. I remember going back to play football and I just got absolutely pushed around. Um, and you know I just sort of lost hope. So this has given me so much hope again, but to watch the 200 meters and how fast they, like that's just the 200 meter sprint. And uh, yeah. it's incredible, incredible. It, yeah, it is. And, you know, going forward, cause I, I'm obviously training up now for the worlds in April, yes. uh, April next year. And it's a little bit difficult. You've got medals to defend. Cause you got three, four goals? Four, um, I'm trying to think for the yeah in the Europeans it was 100 and 200 and the four by one relay and come I'm going to try and do in the worlds 100 200 yeah and the four by one and then if the guys need me do the four by four hundred but again that's going to be I am starting just to do a lap trying to like clock a time i should start like taking a stopwatch with me my fitbit broken only so i can't quite time it but um just you know get a 400 meters just see how it goes so when i get there i think the if you need um, yeah if i'm needed there and i might try um long jump as well we'll we'll see how it see how that goes it's but, great um, that we get this opportunity in the games to you know put ourselves forward for all these different events yeah it, it is it is good but I, yeah again I, I think i've said it in my interviews um in in the games in the europeans um because i concentrate sh- uh, just on the sprints because i i, I really want to get that 10 10 point something yeah. um when if i were to let's say concentrate slightly on long jump or javelin or something like that that might hinder the the hundred yeah, which yeah. is the, the main one so again going into into perth i i would love to get a 10 something i mean it's going to be nice conditions out in perth it's going to be very hot it's going very to be very hot humid I mean, yeah completely but, different conditions to here yeah and it just just needs perfect conditions and um I, th- I think it'll be there because my coach you know just started back now and you know he's, he's really happy with considering i had a three-week break post the european games um uh, not lost yeah. much technical aspects because sometimes you know um 
because I joke around with my friend. He says, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I say I'm going to training tonight," and he's like, "Oh, what? Do like six thirty meter runs?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's it, it sounds easy, yeah. But when you have to explode out, you got to keep your knees high, your toe pointing up, hit back into the track. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot." It's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, well, I, I'm like before the games this year. I I had a more of a health coach or a fitness coach. Sorry, uh, not so much athletics because I I hadn't done anything. So that really really did help me. But just before the games, I was watching videos on YouTube, pretty much on how to run. And one of my friends was like, yeah. "Why are you watching videos on how to run? You just run." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's not like that." Like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's yeah the because technicality he... of the starts is all important. Your posture is important. Yeah, um, you know, like you say, how high you get your legs is important. Yeah, how hard you hit the track. Yeah, how you know if your foot is slightly too ahead of your body, you're essentially breaking. If you're too far behind, you're kind of falling over yourself. And I mean, he mocked doing a block start in the gym. Like he didn't explode out or anything, but yeah. he just like went into a position, and I, I I just laughed at him. His his foot was right up on the imaginary line, and then his back leg was like, you know, he was almost in a lunge. And I was like, well, <laughs> you're not going anywhere with that. Yeah, you, you've not put yourself in the best position to start. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it it's difficult, but it's it's nice because again, like I said, training with these other guys that can run, you know, ten five that that's pushing me. So then when yeah. I get to these games, you know, um, can course, be ready for they, anything. They they always say you should train with people better than you because yeah. otherwise you're never essentially going to sort of progress. Exactly. So, so and, it's great that you've got that, and it's yeah. great that you know. Like you say, that your coach obviously recognises that you've had this operation, but at the same time, it's just like, we, you know, I'm still going to push you if you want to be pushed. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I re regret regret <laughs> saying that, but, you yeah. know, well, yeah, when, when he's winter training, you know, if he says like five 200s, I'm like, oh, it's like a, it's a kilometre. don't want to yeah, run that. I don't, long, <laughs> I don't like long distance at all. I do 5Ks uh, just to try and keep that my long distance up, to me. But... <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it too much. I just find it quite boring. I, I, yeah, my partner, she, um, she got me to do a five k in lockdown. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought we were getting up to halfway, and I was like, yes, halfway, that was easy. And she was like, no, this is just halfway to halfway, so yeah. a quarter. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the same as all out 100 metres and done. I know, just all done, I know, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, I did a 10k charity run and oh my god, it was just, it felt like it was never going to end. So people that do marathons and stuff, I do take my hat off to them because yeah. that's an epic endurance That's test. the thing, I mean, I, I'd love to do the the kids fun, like 2k fun run, I mean, <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be sweating, I'd be, yeah. Yeah, I'd be a state. Yeah, it is funny how in running there is such a big difference between sprints and you know endurance running. I mean, you can tell it just by looking at the athletes. I suppose how different it is. Yeah, you know, I suppose you know it's yeah, like you say, it's a different um, like build up, isn't it? So with sprinting, you want to be strong, explosive. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with the the long distance runners, you know, they're still strong in their own. In their own way, but it's more endurance um, 
endurance based. So yeah. yeah, I just Do you think there's a difference psychologically there as well in the preparation to them sort of things? Uh yeah. I I I couldn't. I I I don't know how, you know, like you say like when I did a 5k, I got to two and a half K and I was ready to that's the mind starts telling yeah. you my mind no, like, no, why no. are you doing this you don't need to do this stop yeah I can walk you know 5k you know <laughs> we walked up Snowdon the other like a couple of weeks ago you know yeah. it was hard but it, it's that I suppose again it's that end target of reaching the peak yeah um whereas I I can't see it with a long distance yeah. run yeah. you know with yeah, but like you say, you know, hats off, to, hats off to the guys that, um, you know, that that run any long distance, you know, from five up to up to a marathon, up to you know ultras, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, watching the guys do at the games as well, you know, it's it it's hard enough for like a non-transplanted athlete, and then you get transplant guys, um competed and yeah it's it, it, it's 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 nice it, it's super special to watch yeah yeah so uh what would be your top tips to, to someone that wanted to get back into sports after a transplant uh yeah we'll start with that one so oh, tough question um i suppose you know um set yourself kind of like small little targets nothing too like like too hard you know i mean if if you want a challenge set set a challenge but it's just i'm building up slow i would you know you're not going to get there it's probably like the mindset of a marathon runner you know it's not a sprint it is it's a long process but you get those little fundamental steps right you will hit that target and you will hit your goal yeah, yeah, because like you said, I mean, your goal would have yours to reach the uh, sub sub eleven. So, yeah, but obviously, you know, it took you some time to achieve that. Ex- yeah, exactly. And you know, through you know, we had COVID, so we've lost I think three years um, of training as yeah. well. So you know, that kind of that kind of hit me because I, I wasn't even too sure if I was going to come back because I enjoyed the time off not having to have to go back to training but once I got back there I I I just enjoy it when you put the spikes on and then you get that speed yeah it's just it's just nice yeah I mean for me some of the physical training is I I don't necessarily enjoy it at the time but that after feeling knowing that you achieved it and you're done and then you can yeah that's the thing I mean like last night um like I just did some some runs that was a session it was uh just a recovery work from monday night and then gym work and i was just doing deadlifts and you know i was as i was walking to the gym it was like oh am i, I going to be able to do much here yeah. then i put the put like 25s on i was like yeah okay that, that's just a warm-up okay that that's that's going up nice yeah and then i was like okay put more on it's going nice and then i just like it was meant to be 85 of my max, but I went 20 kilos over that because it just felt nice at the time. Yeah. And then today I'm, I'm feeling it. My, <laughs> so, my back is in pain. <laughs> so that's a good point. What would your typical week be for training routine? Training routine. So um, Mondays is usually, so we got a heavy prowler. So that's just, um, yeah, just put 
I think the coach usually puts around 100, 125 um, on the prowler, push it around 15 meters, like say 20 second rest, push it back. Is this almost like a, because uh, I don't know what that is, it's like a, you know, in rugby when you're doing a scrum, is it something like you just push? Yeah, it's um, like a small cage type thing. Yeah. Um, with which can just hold weight, and then you just hold your arms out straight, and then you just use your legs to drive it yeah. forward. Yeah. So that kind of mimics. It gets you really thinking of coming out of the blocks, getting yeah. that triple extension. So you know you want to be pushing back into the track, getting your toe coming back up, pointing up, and then pushing back. You know, getting you to think of those type of movements. Yeah. Um, and then we will do sled work. So again, you're probably talking 25, 30 meters of a sled on your back with say 10, 15 kilos. Um, just again, mimic coming accelerations yeah. and then... It sounds like rocky training. I, it is. And then <laughs> luckily in Nyack, we've got, um, there are actual weight, weights, yeah. so it's not like tires and stuff like that. <laughs> Even though, you know, back in training for rugby, you know, tires are, tires are useful, to, yeah. has a good resistance. Um, and then to finish off, then we'll do some competitive blocks. So that's where, luckily this year now, um, an, an, a guy has joined the group. So, you know, we just get that extra competitiveness there coming out of the blocks. Um, and then to finish the session is a hundred meet, hundred twenty odd meter top speed stuff. Yeah. So that's that's just one session on a that's Monday. Mondays. Yeah. Monday. Um, Tuesday then is diagonal runs. So you know on a football pitch, yeah. Start off in one corner, diagonally run to the top, walk over, run down, walk yeah. over. Then you do three sets of four runs. So you're doing yeah, four runs each each time, and then the gym sesh then so for example last night deadlifts were heavy pull-ups uh, romanian deadlifts lunges yeah. shoulder work just just generic get a get a big compound lift so it'll either be dead squats cleans or bench stuff yeah. like that and then Luckily tonight, it's a nice rest day for Wednesday, yeah. so I, I do like a Wednesday. You needed. Know. <laughs> it's a well-needed rest. Yeah. Um, Thursdays is usually then 60-meter top speed stuff, so you're quite kind of pushing yourself at um, 90, 95% of your max. Um, I think uh, then a bit of plyometric work, so you got the chain pulls, um, bounds, which is kind of your jumping off both legs, but you lift your, you lift one leg higher to, as if you're top speed running. So yeah. your knees kind of at, um, 90 degrees to your body and then you bounce and then you kind of difficult, to, difficult to explain that one. And then, um, I can't remember what the name of the third one is, um, but it's kind of, it's kind of like, imagine you kind of start off in a little kind of a jog, walking into it, a walk jog into it, and then you kind of jump and lunge in the air. I can't remember what they're called. Um, 
and then yeah just do that for say 30, oh, 30 meters it's probably like 20. Yeah. so that's just to finish off the sesh on thursdays Ooh, fridays yeah yeah um fridays then it's another day off um and then saturdays kind of mimics monday where you're doing kind of uh, acceleration stuff so it's it tends to be block block work um i think that's usually a pyramid so it's 20 meters 30 40 50 50 40 30 um you, you drive out to and then it's the killer then after that which is the 150 which starts out 150 and then i think going more into winter now especially to prepare for australia because you're gonna have to get 200 meter training in yeah. now but it's probably gonna have to be like 200s or split so you're talking maybe two or three 150s which again sounds easy but when you're doing them full pelt yeah yeah it's not nice yeah it takes it out yeah and then so yeah i got the gym sesh on a tuesday which i do up in nyack but then i also go with my friend i didn't go there this morning because he's um on site and last night killed me but i usually gym then with him on a wednesday and friday morning for your rest days yeah <laughs> but it's it's nice because in the mornings i don't I, I just can't lift heavy i don't yeah, know what it yeah. is i don't think i'm awake and i'm easily just uh, i can't be asked to put more weight on yeah. but again last night once i'm awake i've I, i've done everything you know i, I could easily you know I, I yeah because for example last night it was 200 i was lifting deads but then when i've tried to do that in the morning i mean i'm struggling with 120 yeah. so like you say it's completely different you've been moving all day you've sort of that's the thing yeah he's a bit more awake for it it's a lot yeah. to go do that first thing in the morning i i know it's it's just not nice i just yeah it's do you do any swimming does that come into any of it at all uh no um no i mean i i'm not the best swimmer swimmer um i remember in uh which games was it i think it was it was either newport games or um birmingham sorry of the of the british transplant games um a friend he he does swim in and i said i would do the you know the the relay at the end and yeah. i think i just looked like a dog splashing around yeah. everywhere it was just making a mess just I, yeah i did the uh, 100 meters uh freestyle this year at the transplant oh. games and it's different I, to doing a 100 meter run even still like, i was gonna say i think that's even hard body is just that it's burning yeah. i think yeah i mean you know watching uh guys swim in i mean it's it's some boiling them, in there. Some of them make it in, as well. I know. You see some of them guys like their arms just yeah grab her. yeah. But um no, I probably should put some swimming in, but I, I'm not the strongest swimmer. Yeah. I think it's I'm too dense and I just I just sink. <laughs> yeah, when, somebody said to me they saw the photo yeah. of me stood on the podium with uh, the other two guys that got bronze, uh, gold and silver, and they said to me they they look like swimmers. Like they said, you don't look like swimmers. <laughs> they look like swimmers. Yeah. Uh just yeah. The, 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 yeah, swimming's a whole a whole different story. I I I can't like fair play. Well done. 
Yeah. And to to podium as well, which is even better. Yeah, thank you. Uh, um, one last question, really, uh, is sort of your diet. Does do you, does that play a big part in your training and how you prepare for stuff? Uh, people, because I, I, that's the one thing I struggle with is my diet. Like I'll eat, I'll have a smoothie in the morning and be like, yes, well done. But then by ten <laughs> o'clock, I'm eating like a cake or a bacon sandwich. Um, yeah, a lot of people always. I say always, but they always ask us like, oh, so like, Leo, like, what's your what's your diet? And I'm like, I mean, we don't eat unhealthy here, but I'm we don't necessarily eat, you know, specific foods. Yeah, you yeah. know, like for example, tonight we're just having pesto pasta. Yeah. You know, last night um, we had um, burgers from home and homemade. Like, no, I think they were just oven chips. Yeah. Um, it's a very it, mixed, balanced. Yeah, mixed, balanced. You know, it's nothing. No, no specifics. Um, yeah. I, um, again, my my kryptonite is crisps. Yeah. I mean, mine's chocolate, but crisps oh, are good. Crisps. I mean, like in Lidl last night, I, I went mistakenly after training. Yeah. So I was hungry. Yeah. I saw crisps, and I was like, just grab them. <laughs> and I'm even bad. I'm even worse than in the car. I'll open them in the passenger seat and just reach over. Just and keep just... heating them on the way home. And then when I get back home, which is only like five minutes away, the bag's empty, and I'm like, I just eat in a big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can say, oh, I need the fuel. It's good energy. Yeah. I, I just had a gym sesh so like yeah, yeah. um what exactly. about on, on race day race day i mean come um at the brit at the european games in the morning i i of the morning of the 100 meters i didn't i i was just so nervous really literally i, I so we were staying at the hotel and um put you know i what i was thinking was a you know, a decent meal, which was just a bit of bacon, scrambled egg, toast. Yeah. I didn't want to overdo it because yeah. I didn't want to be full and everything. So I was like, Those, that seems healthy, seems good. And I, I touched half a slice. No, I, I touched one slice of toast. I was I was being like a kid. I was picking the um, scrambled eggs. Yeah. And then I, I forced myself to make a little um, a, a sandwich of not sandwich, you know, I folded, oh, sorry, I had two slices of toast, sliced it, um, folded one of the uh, bread, the toast in half, just put some bacon in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know, just nerves came over me that day. I, I didn't know what happened. Um, That's, uh, I don't know, I said that was the last question, but I got one more kind of thing, because, uh, yeah, the nerves, like, I was stood on that 100 meter start, and I was literally, like, shaking yeah. with nerves. And it's good to hear you say that even, you know, you do it all the time and you still get nervous. Like, how yeah. do you, on the start line, what's running through your head? What's the focus? I think it's just, potentially I put too much pressure on myself Yeah. to execute it perfect every time. Um, because, you know, it, it, what's going through my head is trying to nail it bang on every time. But for example, in the European games, my back leg, it was shaking in, in yeah. the blocks. Yeah. And then it's, it's happened before when I've raced, um, you know, non-transplanted guys in the indoors season in Nyack. And 
in the in the Premiership with Swansea. You know, um, I think I put again too much pressure on myself to beat the guys, especially when I'm racing the non-transplanted guys. Yeah, they're not my race. It's nice to race against them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but that that's not my race. My race is the European game, like the British European and World Games. Yeah. Um, I I need I really I, I that's one probably aspect of it where I need to not improve yeah improve I guess yeah. which is just telling yourself you know you, you can do it you've done it countless times in training you know how to do the process yeah. it's it's muscle memory yeah. to an extent of coming out the blocks and um, I mean considering I ran eleven oh one in the Europeans when I was shaking if I didn't shake would that have been 10 9 yeah no. yeah the thing with uh athletics and uh, the 100 meters is it's not like a football game where you've got 90 minutes to go out and if you make a mistake you're all right you can re- you've literally got that 10 seconds or 11 seconds or whatever yeah. and that's it and then that's it for the day like there's no there's no second go that's it no. so it's, it's a lot of pressure for for that, for that, yeah, one, one thing. for that one race and yeah. sixty meters indoors because that's what I've been like, you know, do over over winter. That that's even worse. I mean, hopefully this year I'll get into the six point, you know, similar into the sub sevens. But I mean, you can lose half a second if you mess up your blocks, yeah. and it's you can kind of make it up a little bit with um, in a hundred. Um, obviously, the more distance, you know, the higher yeah, the distance, yeah. so 200, 400, you can make it up a little bit more. But, you know, if you mess up a, a start, even though it doesn't sound like it a lot, like half a second, but that that's, you know, it could be... Yeah, that's the difference know, between, like, yeah. Say, sort of like, yeah. between 10 and 11 seconds. And... Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, in the European Games last time around in 2018, I won by a hundredth of a second, yeah. and that was just down to a perfect. I, I would say a perfectly timed dip on the line at, at the end. Yeah, at the line. At, yeah, yeah, at the line. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, li- again, those are little things. You know, sometimes I've done that in training. Is you know, coach says run to the cone or say that's thirty meters, and there is a, there is a line there, even if there's no line there. So I kind of think there's a line there so you kind of practice a dip because sometimes you know if you dip i'm pretty sure one race i dipped like after the line and i was like (laughs) (laughs) who's this helping um and sometimes you dip too much before and you 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 lose your yeah Yeah. so again it's, it's little things to get the time down yeah yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, Anytime. Like, I really enjoyed chatting to you, and I will definitely see you again at the next UK Games. UK, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping to then be good enough to qualify for the uh, World Games in Germany. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I mean, yeah. you know, set that target now, and yeah. sure yeah. you'll nail it. I was close to third in our in our heat. Um, and I think that I, I hadn't run on a track ever or anything yeah. or oh, since I was younger. So, you know, that's I'm joining an athletics club. So hopefully I'll push myself. That's the thing. It's just getting, it's getting yeah. used to it. And just, again, it's those little techniques. 
just yeah. on how to run a little bit faster and I'm sure you'll be at the top of that podium in no time. Oh, I don't know about that. The guy, I don't know, he runs for like London London Athletics or someone thing, but he was just super quick. Like, oh, was it? Is it Edwin? No. I, don't, I can't remember his oh. name. He, um, okay. but yeah, super, super quick. Yeah. <laughs> just left me for dust. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. But yeah, thank you so much. Thank you very much for talking to me, Lewis. Is there uh, one more thing that you wanted to add at the end? Yeah. So, um, as I, as I mentioned earlier that I've been, um, selected, uh, to represent GB and NI, um, it down in, um, Perth in Australia next year. Very, very I cool. Have, thank you. Um, and yeah, hoping to. The games, the um, the games cost um, up to three thousand um, pounds, and it's all going to be self. It's going to be self-funded by ourselves. So I have set up a um, a Go GoFundMe page, yeah. um, and um, I, I can give you the link. Um, yeah, I'll put possible. the link below this video, um, so that anyone or below the podcast as well, if anyone's listening. So if anyone does want to sort of chuck in some money to help Lewis get there, and like he says, he's, he's supporting or he's uh, competing for uh, Team GB in Northern Ireland. So it's it's a it's an incredible achievement to um, you know represent the country. Yeah, and I'd be so grateful for for any any support because I understand you know it's it, it's difficult for everybody at the moment, but um. I'd be so grateful for any help. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, like I said, I'll put the link below this. So if anyone does want to chuck some money into the GoFundMe pot, and then sort of, you, I'll put your Instagram page up here if people you know can give you a follow, and then they can follow your story and yeah. hopefully see yeah. you bring home some golds. Bring home, yeah, I know. Hopefully the no baggage allowance, baggage allowance will go over. <laughs> yeah, walking through the old um, machines with all your medals on. Excuse me, sir, you take them off. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, I've won these. Nothing, anything to to clear? Yeah, all yeah, these goals. All these goals. <laughs> yes, that's what we like to see. Brilliant. Well, thank you again so much for chatting to me today. Um, and yeah, all the best in the the World Games, and I'll see you at Cheers. the next Final Games. Yeah, I'll see you in Coventry. Brilliant. Thank you. Cheers.